Don't you? you I just, love him to pieces. He is in Alabama. He is not in Iraq. He is coming home. And just like that, I spoke him up. Cole. There's no internet, so it's like. What up, Walt? What up, Walt? <laughs> wait, hey, why? What, wait, why he get that green? <laughs> you don't see the eyes. Just, just stay with us. Look, it, it, it just happened. It just so magically happened. I said, Cole, you need to pay it. Oh, that is not what the fuck Hey, Lady K. Oh, get that man a hug. I said, that man. <laughs> I can't, bro. Hey, what up, Cole? Say, I'm not hey, saying hey, hey, Walker. Hey, Walker. <laughs> Walker, right? Say, Walk. Say, Walk. Yeah. Hell, Hi. Thomas. <laughs> How you doing, Wo? <laughs> Man, you know what? I'm trying to do you. Um, I'm alright. I'm alright. I'm not gonna sit here and complain. Uh, even though I couldn't do it for nobody, but you know, good. Um, like I said, man, I'm just trying to stay focused, stay busy. Um, and 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 I'm trying to be an encouragement to other parents. Happily single. <laughs> <laughs> I can happily 
But no, we're we're still cool. He's man, he's I still check up on him, he still check up on me. I was really deep in his family. And I think that was the thing, breaking up and then having to break up with the family also was a lot. My grandma loved him. She used to still call him after me and him went together. I think he took her death harder than my, me. And I'm like, damn it, wait, I grew up with this lady. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that was my first love. He was an amazing person and it set the standard for what I wouldn't take, but what I knew I deserved too. So he wasn't a bad person. It would just wasn't, we weren't meant to be. I liked it, I liked it. Um, and I, I'm bringing all this up because I don't think, I think sometimes, I don't know if anybody has to meet children. Uh, you know, I don't think they think we can relate to certain things. Y'all don't know what they've been through. Y'all don't know my pain. Yeah. And that. About 10 Because I, I spy. Um, so I thought about the question. So I would say as a kid, I had a first love. And then as an adult, having a full on like adult relationship. So as a kid, it was a guy like, um, for people who don't know, my dad's a pastor. So I grew up in this church. Like when he started pastoring there, I was like three. So me and this guy grew up together. His family was um, one of the families in the church. Mm -hmm. And so he was like my first boyfriend. And we, as far as we were concerned, it was love. It was just, <laughs> I just loved him. I knew, I knew he was going to get married at this at church. church. <laughs> and I knew that, you know, it was going to be forever. And throughout my our childhood, even our teenage years, you know, we dated. And then even as adults, we came back together and we spent time together. And we actually did not even have our first kiss until we were in like our mid-20s. But it was always like we would hold hands. And hug. Yeah. Like I, it was like little kisses on the cheeks when we were kids, but we never kissed, like had a for real, for real kiss. So we were in our mid-20s the first time we actually kissed. But he was always, when I would think about like what I wanted in the dude, how I want them to look. He was the person I had in my head. So even now as adults, like we're nowhere near like being together. We're still friends, wish him well, all that good stuff. But he was like my first, like, he's like puppy love. So he was like the first puppy love. Now as an adult, my first love was after college. And ironically, it was another dude I grew up with at the church. And we, we were friends. Church is where it's at. Right. They told you a boy in the hood. But like, we were friends, and he told me that he had a thing for me, but I never saw him like that when we were teenagers. He was always just like homeboy. Got back from school, and he was a grown man, and it was like totally different. I'm like, damn, he's fine as hell. Yeah, he's glow. Right. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and like, it was like the first time that I really just. 100% gave into the whole like love thing, like keeping up with like our first date, our first kiss. Like I wasn't Keep like saying. mushy with stuff like that. So I was. He was like the first guy that I was really like, we went on our first date here. We had our first kiss here. Like his son and I got along really great. Like we had our, the arguments, the making up, the all this stuff. Like it was all the things that you expect in a relationship. And it was, it, oh, it hurt. 
that hurt like that hell we broke up like that because that was one of those times where you give yourself 100 percent not playing no games not trying to keep nobody else on the side you know in case it don't work out like you are 100 percent in and committed and so when we broke that was like oh shit like that was like I knew we were getting married. <laughs> I was like, you know, we're getting married. That's gonna be my dude. That's gonna be my husband, and his son is gonna be our son. And and that was that was hard. And I think that heartbreak it led me to be a little bitter for a little minute. And yeah. I would date dudes, but I would date them knowing good and hell well that I was not really interested. It was just I'm gonna play you before you play me because I feel like I got played to the left with this dude. So. That one hurt. And we tried again years later, didn't work out. And it hurt again because it was like, I knew I was like, that's the one. So he's not. He's totally not the one. But, <laughs> but, but he not. I mean, he's not. And uh, like, I'm, I'm, I hope he finds what he was looking for and all that good stuff. But it was, we weren't it. So that he was definitely the first, like, real heartbreak for real for real. Mm. Wait, oh, you were bitter flavor. Yep. Mm. All day. You know what? Like, literally, you know I was like a dude at that point. Like, I was like a straight up dude. It was like, look, I mean, we can kick it, but you ain't my dude. You know, we can go places and spend money, but you ain't my dude. And if I decide to talk to this person over here, who gonna do me something? Like you, you can't do that to me. So period. That's and it was like that for a minute because I was like, that's never, ever going to happen again. Where I put myself in a position where a person can hurt me like that. Like you. Mm -mm. So it was like, nope. Sub zero. Right. Come here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. They, they love to say that men do. I think that's really just a general people thing. Like when we get hurt. The natural thing is to put up the walls, go in the defense mode. Um, it's just some men struggle to, you know, we struggle to let those guards down as we age and we don't allow ourselves to experience certain things. Um, so I ain't gonna lie to you, it's a little refreshing to hear the woman actually I mean, felt that. They make it seem like it's just us. When I think about dudes, I think about the fact that dudes have the ability to compartmentalize. Like, they can be like, this is love, this is sex. Women tend to, you know, mush those two together. And it's like, you know, sex and love is all in the same. And once we have sex, that means that we're starting to be in love. And that's how a lot of women get their feelings hurt. Men can be like, look, you cool and all, but this is just sex. And it don't matter how many times we have sex, it's not turning into anything else. It's literally just sex now love on the other hand if i'm trying to love you then this is going somewhere this is growing this is turning into something and sex is a component and it's all coming together like i and when i say i'm thinking like a dude it was compartmentalization all day long okay. now i could we could chill you was cool people we laughing we got good vibes it's not turning into any romantic there is no future in this situation now when I started to like love somebody, then okay, look, this this is different. This is love. Now we may be dating and I see a future, but we ain't there yet. So your love, they're chilling. And when I decide to drop the chilling and go with the love, that's what we're gonna do. But it was very separate, no matter what. Which is that damn love is 
that is typically how most men who have their heart broken how they move. And because it's not typically how women move, you don't understand it. But he's so guarded, he's not ready. And to be honest with you, there's a lot of times when a man will tell you when he's not ready. They just don't want to hear it. Now, I'm going to tell mm. you one thing I've noticed about dudes. Mm. Now, one thing I noticed about dudes, dudes will say stuff like, I don't want a relationship. But then they do things that mimic relationships. See, if you get with with a chick and you tell her, you know, it is just sex. In her mind, she may be there and be like, okay, it's just sex. But then you do good morning text. And how are you doing throughout the day? And then you want to come over and spend the night. And then you want to get to know each other. You're dating. Well, and now you're switching her mental gears into thinking that she has a boyfriend. So you can't be mad if she starts thinking that it's going it. into something. Because if you're just sex, if that's the package you subscribe to, Go the on. sex package, there are no good morning texts. There are no good night sleep tight have sweet dreams texts. There, there's, no the there's no spending the night in that package. There is no what's going on with you and your friends. You don't need to know my friends. You are sex. The package you're trying to upgrade to is relationship. You didn't subscribe to that. You you bought the, the, the basic sex package. You got the basic bottom bitch package. That's what you got. <laughs> so there is no overly communicating in this package. Except what time you come and drop when, draws. <laughs> when are we getting together? And when you get together, now Walt said so I can't get sex. Leave. That's not the package. That's not the subscription. You subscribe to sex. It means you come here, get naked, do the thing, and peace. You two to the left after that. Ain't no watching. But watch this. Watch this. See, that's that's still. But watch this though. Watch this. I don't think what I think what gets slept on a lot of men is the most times as well. There is a way, there is a way we can have sex, and I can still care about you as a friend, like your well-being mentally and all this other stuff. I can still do all that. Like, no, because we're sex men can do that. Women, we don't want to mix that. That's like mixing business with pleasure. We're not doing that. We came here to work. That's what we're gonna do. If we over here having a great time, this is pleasure. My work don't get to do shit with my personal life. You don't get to have nothing to do with that. So let's stick to that. Let's stick to HR rules and keep it moving. Stick to the plan. You said you're not ready for a relationship. You want so, sex. So then... But, but don't women with Friends don't go into business with each other. Like, personally, y'all friends, but y'all also get money together, too. We, so, I mean, like... Five years, we would never go into business with each other. Because we are... That's y'all. But there are other people who have. But because they still be. I'm just saying. Still friends 25 years later and other people are not. You got to learn to draw. Okay. I like that. Okay. We are two different. I like that. Okay. We operate differently. The way that she operates in business is different how I operate in business. And what I'm not going to do is change how I operate in my business because she a part of it. And she not changing because I'm so we just going to look. So, okay. Case in point, we did an event together. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, I need a dessert table from you. I need A, B, we're going to do it this way. This, this, this. What you charging? She said this. Okay, I'm going to get the materials. Here's your check. Here's the details. I need you there. Boom. There was never a, well, Randy, what are y'all doing for the catering department? That's not your department. You was the dessert table. 
And see, men want to see if you wanted the dessert table, men, then you need to worry about the dessert table. Don't worry about what's going on in the catering and the bartender section and the event details and all that stuff. You need to stick to the plan. If all you want is sex, then that's all you need to be trying to get is sex. Don't be asking me about my friends. Don't be trying to spend a night. Don't be doing none of this shit. I don't need you to check on me during the day. We ain't having sex during the day. I'm I'm doing stuff in the day that ain't got nothing to do with you. You don't even need to worry about that. You don't need to worry if I'm talking about no, nobody else. Nope. None of that. Nothing about nothing about my life is your business. You wanted sex. Get the box. Stick to the plane. That was your bright ass idea. You want to <laughs> So okay. Now that we've gotten that far. Mm-hmm. Um I think what makes a lot of that sketchy for most men, for the most part, it's easy to do it that way because most men sexually are selfish. So I'm here to get mine and get gone. And so because they think like that, they expect a woman who naturally isn't like that to operate in that same strategy. <laughs> but when she matched that energy, then they like, Damn. they feel like, which is rare. Like I said, it's, it's a rare situation to come across that. But more um, actually come up where things can get, like, get blurred. It's more, Wait, say it one more time. but it's more women who feel that way. And if men would just be honest, they will come across those women. See, the problem is men they think they got to wine and dine to get what they want. If you're just honest, because I'm going to tell you right now, within 30 seconds of meeting you, a woman knows where she want to go with you. Within 30 seconds, she knows. Oh yeah, I, I don't. I don't want. I ain't gonna lie to you. She knew she wanted to sit with you before she even met you. She saw you from across the exactly. room. Exactly. And she was deciding as she was approaching whether or not she. So it's most. It's your job as a man to mess it up. She already has made her mind up. Just don't mess it up. Here's the thing. Just be honest. But be honest and say, look. I don't want a relationship. It's just sex, and stick to that. Don't start thinking that you gotta bait and switch with women. If you just let a woman know up front, she's either going to be like, no, because I'm not looking for that. Or she's going to be like, okay, but we need to spend a little time together. Or she's going to be like one night stand, boom, and call it a day. Just be honest. You're going to find a woman that matches what you want if you stop lying. That's why men, women get pissed because they're like, why are you lying to me? Right. Like if you be, if you're just certain, it's, it's a plenty of women out there that are literally like, all I want is some physical I want to get mine, it. and you go on about your business. That's all they want. Like, it's women out there that yeah, literally like the after sex. Ain't, okay, so let me go let you agree. So, I hate all that. That's something. I'm calling it. Here's why. Um, because it's easy. It's easy. If that man is very selfish and thin. It's very cut and dry. You get yours. I get mine. We go on about our business. If that man's approach to sex is not itself, Lines will definitely get blurred because what's going to happen is going to mess people's heads up. Multiple times, like he went out his way to make sure. Because you ain't know why you feel like you love me. You never had to say that nobody. Wait, what? Wait, say that again. Why you? Why you? Why did you feel like you love him? No, that just means my. You know what I'm saying? You fell in love with him. Ain't. I'm sorry. Am I, so I'm supposed to slap? 
I'm asking as a woman because I I've heard. Means you love somebody. Like I'm sorry. There's some just because you think the way I'm fucking you means I love you. That's on you because my thing is I don't come to no challenge and half-ass it. But what you don't understand, <laughs> you still not getting grade A. You might be getting like a B plus, and you think that's yes, my baby, but you yes, never get yes. that unless you yes, might. Yes. Because again, if you gonna go beyond that, you still have to allow the intimacy, which is involves kissing, and, and that automatically crosses the lines. Not necessarily for some women. When they they're, they're, they're they stay when, when they're talking about their their best, they could be talking about what they're willing to explore with you. Yeah. And I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about actual physical like moves and all those kind of things. It. So it's like for some women, it's some things they're not gonna do with you because you're not they do. Sure won't. It's some things they're not gonna it's some things they're not gonna they're not gonna hit top tier areas like, like what Cole was saying, because you're not they do. You're not finna get the best. Because I'm not trying to necessarily keep you. Like, this is not, this is temporary. So I'm not giving you the best. I don't want you to keep coming back. Because at some point, this is going to end. So yeah. you you need to be ready for this to end at any point in time when we be like, all right. I'm sorry. And that's, that's like, it. That's, like, that's like, <laughs> vagina, please don't get wet. Don't make him like this. Don't make him come. Just be basic. Uh, be partially dry. Like, don't that's give not what I'm talking about. Like, you can't have that conversation with your vagina. Like, but that's what? not what I'm talking Your moisture isn't the deciding factor no, for what's going to make a man fall. Come on. I'm, it's like saying, don't feel good. Don't don't, <laughs> don't orgasm because you don't want him to be your boyfriend. Like, no, what? What I'm, saying, what I'm saying, okay, for instance, there is a certain, <laughs> certain level of submission that has to take. Oh, yeah, get that you're going to get what a woman has you. And that requires a, a lot of tug of war in her mental. If he can break your tug of war, he can have whatever he wants in your body. But if he can get there, the lines are going to be blurred. That sounds like that's a dude problem, though. Yeah, that's not but that, What I'm saying is it's, not this, it's, it's, it's what his intentions are. But again, I'm going to back off of that I'm gonna bang off of that one because that's a whole different, <laughs> whole different. Um, hey, baby. I, I'm gonna say this one real quick. So, yes, I remember my first love. <laughs> yes, I remember my first heartbreak. It was ugly for me. Um, I'm not a jealous guy now. At 14, yes, I was. <laughs> I. Why are you talking to him all the time? Why? I heard y'all was at, at, at the party just dancing off. What's going on? You know, like, I didn't like see hearing nobody else in your space. And I didn't realize until after this breakup how annoying that is and, and tiring that is to constantly worry about somebody else. Like, either you want to be over here, you don't. But it was it was more or less a a year year and a half something like that, and uh, we just kind of outgrew each other. Um, and she decided to move on. I heard about her kicking with somebody else. Whatever. She decided she was ready to move on. Um, and I took my mom some chance. You know what? I'm not forbidding nobody to do nothing. We had that conversation. Got the closure the same day. Um, Got off the phone with each other, and the radio punished me. 
Uh, I had my heartbreak in the 90s. Mm. Y'all know what the radio is. The radio make mm-hmm. you go through that whole damn relationship over and over again. The, the radio sat there and punished me back to back to back to back. I ain't want to get out the bed. Hey, you hungry? I don't want to get the bed. Oh, uh, uh, dude, that's no taste. Time. Getting propped up by, you know, by got a hold of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
but you only played a whole song that, and you made a whole mixtape that way of the songs that were going on for that <laughs> like summer 94. Mm-hmm. You know, fall 95, you know, stuff like that. And, and, and people don't understand. So we had a whole era of our life on a tape. Yep. So them songs were planted in your head about who this person was to you. Uh, I grew up the ground of grace, Army. Whatever you want, whatever you need, my heart belongs to you. My voice starts off from the beginning. You can have my love. You're the girl of my life. Am I all that you dream of? Girl, you're my son. I want to give you so much for the things that you give to me. Just take my love, baby, because you are so dear. Whatever you want. <laughs> See? What's the saying? Heart was messed up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I felt that way about Brandy's Never Say Never album. Because I was playing that during the summer. That song with, uh, my little heartbreak. The remix for one game? No, the, her Never Say Never. That's the one. That one got me too. Only broken hearted. Life's not over. Doesn't count. So when I hear those songs, I automatically go back to that moment. And I and I get that person in my head. And I be like, let me roll my eyes at you right quick. And then I'm going to enjoy this song. But like, it was... You know, it's like every time I hear it, I'm. That's me with Avant's uh, first uh, CD. Oh, his his first and, CD was bomb, and I love it. And it, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, Avant was cool, but I fell out with R&B at that point in time because hip hop really saved my life. Like I literally listened to BG. He said, "I take drama far as you can go." I ain't no hope that's something. I was like, I was like, that's I want to hear nothing about nothing in this world. I wouldn't. You. I want to hear that. Hey. Oh, yeah, 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 right, right, right. Look, we got a call for a second. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back here. I will podcast on BWAC Radio. Don't go nowhere. We're having a good night. Stay tuned. You feel me? Oh, no, we're not. 30. 30. No, mid five. Let's go. Now, now you are okay. 
Okay. Am I coming in clear? Clear. I hear you. Trying to make this. All right, man. We get back at it, man. We get back at it, man. We have a good time over here tonight, man. We got a, we got a few more topics to get into. Um, we was teenagers in the last one. Let's be grown. Cool, cool. I let's be honest with each other. All right. Sexually, have you taken or are you currently on the journey to discover who you are and what you are? I'm not going first, so fuck y'all. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's a car it's a carousel for him. We all gonna share, and we're gonna reverse that bitch. Reverse, reverse. <laughs> all right, woe first. Uh, boom! I like it. Actually, she nominated you last time, so I think it's Facebook turn. Oh, right. I I nominate you. <laughs> can I get a skip, and then we gonna no? Okay, so um, hmm, I ain't on no journey. You know, we we forty. We know what we like by this time. Um, I think the only people who are on journeys are people who either are sexually repressed mm-hmm. or they just started having sex, so they don't really know. But if you, I mean, I'm 40 and I started having sex when I was a teenager. By this time, if you don't know what you like, what the hell have you been doing with yourself this whole time? That makes no sense to me. I mean, just you're an adult. At some point, you need to be like, um I don't like this. yes no yes no maybe I don't think so now I will say when it comes to being in a relationship I am more explorative I will I'm willing to explore because if I'm in a relationship with you I trust you and I know that if I say nah I ain't feeling this you'll stop and you know I'm gonna be trying to talk me into it that kind of thing if we just chilling and we having sex you don't, you don't get the full throttle Cause I'm like, Mm-mm. you, you not, you don't no, you don't get all of that. And this whole, well, let's try this. Cause the first time you move my leg a certain way and I don't like it, I'm punching. Cause we just know what, what you not going to do is harm me. And I can't go my ass to work. <laughs> I got to work in the morning, honey. I don't have time. I, I got a life to live. I ain't got time for you to be breaking limbs and spraining and ankles and shit. And go ahead. No, we're not doing that. So, um. Because if we just chilling, if I miss a day of work, you ain't paying a bill because we just chilling. So it's it's lines. It's lines. Um, but I will say I didn't really start exploring until I was an adult. As a teenager, it was, you know, regular schmegular sex. It wasn't nothing fantastic about that shit at all. It was, I mean, we were kids. We didn't know what we were doing as adults. And I only explored in relationships because i trusted them and to this day they've never talked about what we did amen in the relationship even after the relationship ended which is why i was willing to explore with them and that's my biggest thing trust is more important than anything else like i need to trust that you're not going to hurt me and then trust that you will keep your mouth shut because i will keep mine shut i'm not going to talk about what you did whether it was good or bad, I'm not going to do any of that because I still have a respect for you. If I was in a relationship with you, I at some point I gave a damn about you. So I'm not going to be like, oh, well, he, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. So as far as the journey goes, hell, at 40, if you still discovering at 40 and you've been having sex for a minute, I think the only thing you what have you been doing? Fucking in different what have you been doing? You know what I'm saying? The only thing we can do is 
fucking in, in on mm-hmm. islands and shit. Or, or, you know, knocking off stuff, like, you know, in public or, right. you know, on the washing machine or in a car or stuff like that. But, like, you still, like, discovering... Well, you wouldn't have had a boring ass sex life. So, so, so I just thing. want to say this is not fair. Well, okay. So, so to to be clear, there's a good part of our audience and, and other audiences where people who have been with the same person for again, we're in the thirty-five and up club, forty and up club. So some people have been with the same person. That does not mean that you cannot uh, explore. I, well, that that depends on what. Because again, some people are content with. Okay, like my wife likes. To, she used to mess when we first met each other. Anytime she would go to a specific place, and every time she went to that place, no matter how wide open the menu was, what he bought the club sandwich. So that's our inside joke. But anytime that we to try something different. Um, I had a certain perspective in my former life that I thought I was only supposed to live a certain way and do certain things, that all that other stuff is for other people, you know, in their lives and their excitements. And like, I'm just meant to just work and tend to mind, that's it. Like, all that other extra excitement, you know, it sounds good and nice, but, you know, um, if you don't have anybody who's really trying to pull that extra energy out of you, if you have somebody who is just as content with club sandwiches as you are, because they have the whole mindset of if it's not broken, why are you trying to fix it? Like it ain't that it's, it's, it's broken. It's it's other options on this menu. And see, here's tell me, like okay, let's okay. You may have someone who maybe wasn't exposed. I'll say to different stuff because maybe all their friends thought like they did stuff like that but you're trying to tell me that at no point in time you didn't watch a movie you didn't watch a TV you didn't hear uh, where something sparked your movie that looked nothing up on the damn internet nothing called your attention where you thought I want even with the person that you with it, nothing was like what, what? when they said that what did that mean or Okay, I'll be trans. I'll be transparent. You ain't wanna go look at nothing. You trying to tell me that you've been eating grits your whole life and you never thought what does the pancake taste like? <laughs> what is the waffle like? What about- I'll be I'll like, be transparent. To- so okay, so for instance, um, hold on, just okay. um, I can. Be with someone and they don't allow you to truly express who you are sexually. Um, you try to play within the rules and try to make sure, especially being a man, you don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. Okay? It's all about what you good with, and I'm gonna rock with what that is from there. Now that's you trying to, that was me trying to be a gentleman, that's me trying to be respectful at the same time that I didn't realize till later on. That was me repressing my own desires because I signed up for something long term. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I didn't realize it until afterwards what I had done to myself trying to to appease this person. 
place, you know what I'm saying, trying to make sure they're good. And so once I got out of that, I opened up the playbook and I'm realizing now I, I was never that animal. There was an inner animal in me that I learned to embrace the dominant aggressive side. But you couldn't do that with the last person because they had personal demons that they never told you about. But they always had behaviors that showed if you do that, it's going to go left. So you can't do that. You can't just out of nowhere just grab them from behind. You know, you can't you can't do that. So, like I said, I didn't realize until afterwards. So, like I said, I had to take my journey. And I ain't gonna lie to you at first, it was uncomfortable because you had this internal battle. Like, man, I should know. I should be more comfortable with this. I was not at first. Was, you want me to do what? Oh, you gonna call the police, ain't you? I know it. I'm too big for that. That's gonna leave a mark. I can't do that. <laughs> I don't think we should play this game. I don't. You know, <laughs> this sounds like a set. But if, if somebody also for me growing up, I couldn't play. I couldn't roughhouse with girls. I'm, I was always bigger than them, so I couldn't really roughhouse with girls. Like so, it was never instilled in me to get comfortable with being aggressive with a woman. But when so, I saw the devil look, I'm gonna call it that. You know, when you do this and she smiles. It's like I'm nervous. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's where, scary. but that's where conversations when you're dating mm -hmm. comes in. And I yep. think sometimes we're so afraid that if we even start talking about what we like, then we're automatically saying I'm ready to have sex. And that's not necessarily what you're saying. You're, setting you, you're, you're starting to get to know one another and you should start getting to know each other in all aspects before certain things even happen. Because like what you're saying, they have certain things in their background where it will prevent you from doing certain things. Like some people can't do the whole sneak up from behind and grab because so they're, they're uncomfortable. So yeah. it's like, that's where conversations need to happen because going on that sexual journey needs to start verbally before yep. physically. And you need, I mean, like I said, you've seen or heard something that sparks your attention. So if you're with somebody, you need to be like, hey, look, look, look watch it with them. Hey man, check this out. I, I saw this. Okay. Back and get their reaction because if they do the whole porn is a lie, huh? Porn is a lie. Porn is a lie. It's a setup. It's a death trap. So is sex in the shower. That's to get somebody killed. They need a knee replacement. Look, I learned about that a long time ago. I do, but sometimes or the pool. Okay, I'll put it this way. I just like when it comes to exploring places outside of the bed, just you know, okay, let's be. Realistic, it's some positions that some of us are not going to be able to accomplish, sure okay? right, but it's some things, it's, it's a matter of angles. And let's just get here because we all have to do it exactly as if how right. they did it. Because my leg might not do like little Becky, because she don't have a thigh. But maybe, you know, <laughs> you in the shower, maybe you need a larger shower, a larger than, you know, mm -hmm. what's going on in some apartment, a stronger rod. I'm just saying, <laughs> there are what logistics. It what don't matter how big or small in the shower, people slip. People slip. Hospital bills are going up, insurance policy. I'm just saying, man, the, the things are dangerous. Put them little nice things on the bottom or of the tub. a towel down if you ain't. 
Look, at the end of the day, I just feel like yeah, that's right. That requires you to do some. When things. you talk and about the journey of sex, especially if you're in a relationship, yeah. some everybody needs to be satisfied. And let's just say this person is willing to go from A to Z, and this person is only willing to go from A to L. Okay, so compromise Let's work our way you know what i'm saying or you, but i'm just saying like it should never be like i only but also find out like you said a to z or a to find out how far you're going to go yeah but i mean that's a conversation i, I just I find out and that's my whole thing but with you yourself have a safe word yeah no i'm, I'm saying i was saying oh, oh well that's that's i'm saying you yourself as a woman or as a man Find out where you you're you're willing to go. Push your boundaries. I encourage everybody. To, I find out there's still some women thirty five plus still are uncomfortable with the idea of masturbation <laughs> or even uh, uh, masturbation in front of their partner. Um, they don't even know what buttons like other than the obvious buttons. They don't know. I always know what buttons are really. I know. You know they push them. I, I've always found. I was like, how does a woman go all these years? And not experience the orgasms. Oh, that's because the man never really made find out about it. So you see what I'm saying? Like I say, it requires so if you've never been with a selfless lover, this is a foreign to you. It is. That sounds like you know, a fairy tale. They make people so like I'ma speak and be very Go ahead, friend. You're in a safe place. Bullshit because the, the thing is, I'm this is because you right here by saying some shit that I probably wouldn't say to folks because I'd be like, Miss Fred, let me tell you, like, y'all getting lucky tonight. Like, I'm forgetting there's a camera. You're welcome. <laughs> but I had this conversation the other night with a guy that I like. I was like, literally, there's things I will not do because in my head, I see the, the thing of a man, that, you know, I'm, I'm expecting a man to show me he wants me. But if you're not showing me that, I'm not about to just go, ah, won't you? But it was, I told him it was the way when I was leaving and the way he grabbed me and kissed me, I was like, oh, I'm going to fuck him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, in my head, that is the first, like, God damn. <laughs> like, you snatched my whole damn soul with that kid. I'm like, motherfucker, you, that, and it surprised me because then I did some things that I usually don't do. I don't usually what is the word uh like start i don't you initiate 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 anything sexual with a man because i never had to i never had to but this man told me he listened to me when we were talking and getting to know each other and he said i heard you when you said you didn't like when men just pretended to hear you and all they wanted to do was sleep with you so this man heard me and I said, God damn it, you won't get something for that. Like, see, 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 but she knew that before she knew that before he and she took that. But it was his job not to mess it up. But he showed you not only what I'm not gonna mess it up, I'm gonna show you I'm gonna earn every piece of yeah. So my thing is I, I'm not gonna and, and because I guess I'm not 40 yet, I got a couple more months to explore. And I'm going to be where I need to be. But my only thing that I have never experienced really, truly sexually that I've wanted to is fucking my husband. So at the end of the day, the things I will do after that, 
nobody will know but my husband. So anybody that has slept with me and think they have gotten the full me and been like, yeah, I got that girl turned out. <laughs> Bitch, please. Because um, <laughs> there's some shit that I will not do for anybody until that bows, you know, this hand, this hand, this hand. And that's the thing. I look to that. So my thing is, I feel like I've explored enough where I won't be rigid, but I'm also not going to be overly, like, scared the shit out of my husband, like, tie me up, put me in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> but I think everybody has the list of things that they want to do, mm-hmm. but it's all about finding person. that person they want to do it with because... Like you said, it's certain things only your husband is going to get or only your wife will get. Like, only yeah. the spouse gets because it's like, that's something that nobody else has got. You can say that's totally with you because the trust level is there, all that stuff. And it's like, I want to do these things for you. I want you to be yeah. like, oh, shit. My, my husband like, will be the most confident nigga. I don't care if I slept with two or a thousand people. He will be the main person that could sit there and be like, yeah, but she ain't did what she did for me for y'all niggas. Play if you want, you know what I'm saying? Like, my man ain't gonna be insecure if something. Oh, yeah, we used to date. He gonna be like, Well, that's good for you. I'm glad you messed that up. Thank you, sir. And that's, you get, it. that's it. Like, that's the type of thing that I know I can secure my man in, knowing that men ain't got everything they think they got. You got what I gave hey, you. Man. Yep. <laughs> you know? I, I, I used to tell, I used to tell <laughs> you got what I gave you. So for Christmas, so for Christmas, I'm gonna write your exes. Thank you, Cole. Is that, is you, is that your people with that? You okay with that? Just ramble. Thank you, Cole. I appreciate y'all for messing up. Thank you for fucking this up. Okay. I got it from here. This one did. She good. So I just want to let y'all know. Like, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And my boss. Thank you. Good job on the phone. Good job. Yeah, yeah. You, you phone real good. I got it. Um, let's move on. Let's move on. Got another um this one right here got a video for it um have you really listened to it oh excuse me have you really listened to what it actually is or have you just quickly dismissed it i don't even want to hear what you talk about um so before you answer Let's get into a little bit of that. Um, Ooh, that beautiful. Let's get into a little bit of that. In non-monogamy doesn't mean like, I'm just trying to be a hoe around all the time. Okay. What it means is the, the idea is always open to explore, no matter if I have a partner or not. So right. if I have a partner and we want to be monogamous for a while, that's cool. But for me, non-monogamy is just that open conversation of like, hey, I felt attracted to this person, would like to explore that. How do you feel about it? Is she able to come to you? Yeah. What the same? Absolutely. So you're, how do you keep from jealousy and security? Don't keep from it. You you go through you it, handle but it. you you go oh. through it together. I'd rather work through jealousy than work through dishonesty. Wow. I, wow. How long did it take you to get there? <laughs> That's a bar. A while. Yeah. I don't had a girl be like, yeah, I was messing with him the other day, and he was like a six three black guy. I was like. <laughs> It's honest. Like oh, that's very mature. I'm sorry. We're, I'm just shocked. I to, I'm in love with you. <laughs> so shout out to the people over at See the Thing Years podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna say this real quick. I just I enjoy open discussions, non-judgmental, open, mature discussions. Um, those things again tying into what we just previously discussed. 
there are discussions that need to be had. People need to get more comfortable for um, A, with their sexuality, and B, what relationships should look like. Stop trying to mimic Mimi and Papa, Nana and Grandpa. You don't know what they had to go through. You don't even know what your mom and dad had to go through. You only know what they allowed you to see in the open spaces of the house, behind those closed doors, what they had to go through to make their marriage work or not work is between them. So we have to do a better job of finding what works for us in our relationships, whatever it may be. Um, now, when it comes down to non-monogamy, who wants in first? I mean, I, I get it. And like I said, like I don't have a problem with polygamy. I think it's just each his own. And to have that understanding in your relationship. And like he said, I rather work through jealousy than dishonesty. Because once you lose my trust, peace out, homie. I don't, I can't trust you no more. Now I could be jealous that somebody else finds you attractive or you find somebody else attractive, but you're honest with me. Like you get what I'm saying? So I get it. I feel like more and more as I get older, I do feel like you have more than one soulmate. You can be attracted to more than one person. That doesn't mean you have to act on it. But in this non-monogamous relationship, if this is what we choose our title to be, I know the majority of the time, basically, we're together until you feel like something is lacking. And I feel like if we can communicate like that, you'll tell me what you're lacking. And if I can't supply that, I have an understanding that you deserve to go out and get it wherever it is, as long as you're being safe and you're not bringing nothing back home and we have boundaries or rules set up that you're not just going raw dogging everybody or bringing kids to our relationship and doing all this stuff. So my thing is, if that's what we talked about, how am I going to be mad? And I think the problem is men want that, but they're not bold enough to fucking say it. they rather just make you feel like, oh, it's just me and you, girl, while I'm fucking your, your friend or your cousin or whoever on the side and be like, shh, don't tell her. Like, you get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, man, figure out your titles. Because the thing is, if you're not honest with these other people you're messing with, they come and attack your home, and that's not fair to this person. They don't know what's coming for them. So honesty, that's, I feel like if he honest and she approve of it, shit, I have at it. That's y'all. Now, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Just want to put that out there for motherfuckers who might think because I agree with it. Or do we know? Or do we know? Or do we know? Because I done told you to settle down and You're find you somebody else. Find you a couple that's going to be faithful to you. <laughs> and y'all going to be happy up there. You don't want to listen. Leave me alone, Mr. Buck. Ain't nobody tell you about coochies? No, because then I'm going to be jealous. I'm going to be like, well, why she like him more than he like, did she like me? And why? See, I think it's a company. Okay, let me jump in right there. I, can't, I heard the word lacking. Then I hear the whole uh, the jealous wives. This is it's not a competition thing. For instance, all right. So so you know how it don't work for some reason when people see food get cooked, first thing they want to say if you got yams and macaroni or mashed potatoes and and, and, and drink, can't have two starches. Why not? It's my plate. I want to eat <laughs> what I want to eat. It does not mean that I'm lacking. Like one isn't feeding me enough or or, or filling me up enough. Is what I want. Plain and simple. It does not mean anybody has to be lacking. I don't need one more than the other. It's just simply what I want. And it's what you want, whatever it may be. 
people are so used to the one-on-one thing, and if another person, it's got to be because I'm lacking something. It's not. You ain't never had a taste for it. I think that's not true. Everybody like used to go get Popeye's chicken, but then we'll turn around and get church's mashed potatoes. You go for it. But I think one of the things you said <laughs> is that it's open both ways. Number one. So right. it's not even, I mean, like you said, you're just, you could be attracted to somebody. Like just because you're in a relationship, don't mean you're blind. And all of a sudden, I don't see anybody. I only see my person. If you're attracted to somebody, you're attracted to somebody. And I think the biggest problem in relationships is that people expect their attraction meter to get turned off to anybody outside of the person they're in a relationship with. And then it turns on, then all of a sudden now you're like, well, what's wrong with my relationship? Nothing. You're a human being and you saw somebody that you're attracted to. Like, it's normal. And it's like, it's crazy that, you know, it's like, I'm with this person. But I'm attracted and they're cute. Oh, Lord, what have I done? Nothing. But you're being a human being. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a relationship where you're allowed to explore that attraction, as long as everybody's on the same I page. you'll do it more often than not. I, I mean, honestly, I think it's one of those things where it's like, as long as it's on the table, there's no reason to lie about it. So maybe Thank that's you. why it's working. Because there's no reason to lie about it. Because we both understand that at some point, one of us could come to the other and say, saw somebody today i'm feeling them and then there's the because he was talking about you know the dishonesty part if you're being honest about it hell you might be honest about it be like i'm exploring i want to explore this y'all want to date me like never mind i'm good it was just the <laughs> i mean the it was mystery. like right it was just in that moment i was attracted to him but then you spent a little time when i be like what is it momentary right. like, i'm good or you know y'all do do something well now that i don't got that out of my system appreciate you and you go back to your relationship, but it's like because there's some things you don't want to share your life you, with people. Yeah, like, but like you yeah. have to define. I think that's the biggest thing. Like when you look at the movie Sex in the City, Carrie told Big, "We have to define our relationship according to what we want to do." Mm-hmm. And then in the second movie, they defined their marriage. They said they were going to take two days off where they can just go be themselves, and he can hang out at home, and she can go out with her friends, and then they're, but they're still married. And Charlotte was like, that's not marriage. You can't do that. And Carrie was like, it's our rules. We come up with the rules for our relationship. And she was like, it's marriage. It has rules. No, no. There are the universal rules that everybody has, has agreed to as far as those vows. But at the end of the day, it's the two people who are in that relationship that have to be satisfied with the relationship that you may need to, Hey, you know what? I know what we said in these vows. That's why I'm not. Like, we need to just reconstruct this. We need to we, we need Make to look at what contract. works for us. And that's the thing. It's making your relationship work for you because you're the only people in it. Because what's the point of me conducting my relationship so people on the outside could be like, good job. Kiss my ass. I ain't worried about what you think. You could be like, I'm happy with your relationship, but I'm miserable. What the hell is that? That's <laughs> dumb as hell. But that's like saying it, when you get a contract, like say you go to the NFL. Every contract ain't the damn same because everything is not valued exactly the same. Your skill level might not be the same as mine, so why are you getting more say or more pay than me if your skill level is below mine? That's like in a relationship. If I'm his main person, your opinion don't fucking matter to us. This is this is our contract. I got the million-dollar contract. You got the two-dollar one. Stay in your two-dollar lane, bitch. Like, <laughs> let's keep it 100. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's not valued the same to a person. But I think a lot of times people will project 
you know, mm-hmm. how they feel onto somebody else's relationship. I can never do that. That would never be me. Okay. Who the hell asked you to be over here? We we are okay over here. Whatever Nobody. you're doing over in your home, that's your business. You don't get to tell me what right works time. in my home, what works in my relationship. If if he say, you know what, I want to try some things, if I'm okay with it, because we together. Mm-hmm. If you on the outside looking in and you talking about, well, I wouldn't do that. Well, that's why he's not with you. Yeah, that's like me trying to tell you, Frank. I can't believe you let Earl go on out and sleep with Sarah. That's between me, Earl, and Sarah. They got nothing to do with you. And I think people have that problem minding their own damn business. business. Like, when it comes to this country in particular, we always trying to make everybody think alike. Like, it's always, we, the people, have decided this. We, the people, need to shut the hell up. I'm going to say, wait, we, the people, right, like, (laughs) we always want to be like, in my home, my kids go to bed at 9. So, your kids have to be in the bed by 9. What is your child doing up at 10 o'clock? Why are you worried about my child up at 10 o'clock? That's why you don't come sleep to your damn house. Like, we, like, we, we always trying to make, like, it's like, we we have to feel like, Everybody has to do it my way because it validates my choices. I don't need you to validate my no, choices. If I choose A, you could choose B, C, L, G, H, whatever you want to. I chose A. You know what I'm saying? It's like people feel like you're not doing what I'm doing, then I must be doing something wrong. So you got to do what I'm doing so I feel better in what I chose. No, you need to be more secure in your own damn choices yep. in your mind and what you want. If what you want is a, a relationship that's open, mm-hmm. that means you open communication wise you're open whatever romantically sexually whatever then that's what you want get with somebody that want the same thing so there's no conflict there but that should be the only thing you're worried about is if the person that you're with can get with with you on what you want not other people being like yo i like that i don't give a damn if you do or you don't it's between me and him and i think that's the problem with people today is they're so fixated on what the world might think of them. Be a whole, hey, Uncle Mike. <laughs> she sounds <laughs> like my grandma. You're fucking right, I do. <laughs> oh, my grandma, she was a sailor, baby. They couldn't get with her. Lucy would have told you, like, no lie. My grandmother met my ex, and she was like, well, you know, you keep a man as long as you fuck him. <laughs> she said, and when he broke up with me, I guess you wasn't fucking him enough. <laughs> wow. But, but you know what? I guess so. I'll say this. Um, I'll say this. I, I, I have seen people automatically have an opinion about something. They don't fully understand it. Um, and I, I don't, even when it comes to, if it's not about monogamy, I don't like when people have an opinion about something they haven't even gotten a full understanding of what it is. Um, Amen. And that to me is considered judgmental. And I don't like dealing with judgmental people. If you're not going to take the time out to learn about something before we have a discussion about it, uh, you just want to come off and tell me what it should be um, based off of your beliefs and, and, and what somebody else told you. You don't need to discuss this at all. I can move about in my area, my bubble, minding my business. I keep that. But I really which people would open up and have at least be mature to have a conversation. Because like they said, some of you are actually in a non-monogamous relationship. You just don't know. And if anything, that just makes and sure. And if you were open, 
it doesn't matter if that's our relationship right. and if you can if i'm we're being honest with each other then you can come home and be like hey or if he a butt man hey man she hold her ass on yes you know all right man I'm not you, going in. You know how many million men, muscle spasms, trying not to look at a woman? They walk back. I ain't looking. My wife said, I ain't looking. I ain't looking. Whole time the naked just locking up. They won't. Because I just, I was. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the thing, like, when I dated uh, my ex when I was in love with. Like, him, like, pretend like, like, look, did you see her ass? God damn, that shit bigger than mine. I'm going to let you off the hook because I'm like, shit, it caught my attention. I know the fuck. I know you but see. But it's in that instance, it's like, it's weird that the woman has to be like, no, she is attractive for the dude to be like, yes, she is. Man, if she, she is, she is. Like, oh, she, she got pretty cute. Pretty cute. I love you for making that sense. See that yeah. punk? Yeah. Like, yeah. you serious? I love you for, but, 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 but that starts early okay. in life. Men Boys were broken early in life. You ain't supposed to look at no other girl. You with me. We and and that's what you had to go through just to make a relationship considered somewhat successful. First and foremost, don't look at no other woman. We got broken earlier. So now as grown men, those are nerve spasms you see. Stephen what you know for women, it was he looking at somebody else, you doing something wrong. So then women feel insecure. All that shit we got taught growing up, she a lot of that shit we got to throw room. out the damn window. Because at the end of the day, him, him looking at this other woman does not say anything about me. Because I can look, as a woman, I can look at another woman like, she is gorgeous. She is beautiful. I, I don't feel like I'm not because she is. So if my dude look at her different. and be like, damn, she pretty. I'm not thinking, oh, God, no, I'm not. What do I need to do? Nothing. Shit, she is pretty. <laughs> so it's like we have to like yeah. we we have to get over being insecure and i think that's what a lot of it comes from that comparison trap is real like as soon as our dudes say that somebody is pretty now well what does he think is pretty about her what does she have that i don't that made her pretty and now i'm thinking we got to get past that because i'm like get, you're beautiful. we're all different and yeah. it could be Something simple like but the thing her yes. smile. So and he just thinks she's pretty in the in the state that she's in, but he thinks you're beautiful in every state he's seen you in. Waking up, up in the morning, morning, giving birth to his child, crying like an ugly goddamn monster. To, if somebody can look at you in the morning and be like, You beautiful, beautiful. you stick with their ass, okay? You stick with If they love you and your breath stinks, <laughs> you stick beside them. <laughs> in the morning. Everybody be lying about that Beyonce song. I woke up like you lied. No, you I didn't. sure did. Woke up. You did not wake up like uh, uh you didn't. You know what you had on the side of your oh, face. Oh well, you one thing, one thing about me, boys. Let that hair be in a, a bun. If he look at you in the morning and y'all ain't did number roll over, and he say good morning, gorgeous. Stick beside him. <laughs> okay. Stick beside him. Cause I'll never be that bitch that alone. All right, look, 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 look. look. Like, we got one more. We got one more we need to get into, and we're going to get up out of here. This one is actually the title of the show. Uh, it's called Protect, Provide, and Love. What you mean? Well, I got the word for you. Some of you have already seen it on social media, but I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out. Uh, it was actually, this is a clip of Shaq in doing an interview with Monica. Mm. Said Monica. So, uh, but, but Shaq uh, hit a quote. I wanted to see. Uh, What's your thoughts? I had two perfect women and I messed it up. 
Okay. My first one was my baby mother, Ornetta. Wow. And then I met Shawnee. Shawnee was also a perfect one, and I messed it up. Really? Yeah, I was, you know, we were always young, and I was just doing dumb stuff. But, you know, the good thing about our relationship is that they forgave me, and we have a good relationship now. But when you ask me about the perfect women, I had two perfect women, and I messed it up just by, you know, being dumb. I tell my sons all the time, a man has three jobs when it comes to a woman. Protect, provide, and love. Some men can only offer two for whatever reason. Right. But I'm going to teach you how to offer all three. Right. And that's what I try to do. And even though I don't have a relationship with the women that I let get away, I will always PPL, protect, provide whatever they need, they get right. it from me. Uh, Shawnee's married. I'm happy for her. I hope this gentleman treats her the way she's supposed to be treated. And I'm going to still love her. And she's still my wife. I will always protect, provide, and love for her, married or not. Because she well, gave how does me that something. change, though? Because once you add someone else to the equation, is that a conversation you have first? You no, know? it's just my, it's just how I was raised. Right. You protect, you provide, and you love. Okay. So I noticed uh, we were trying to make uh, the best out of what we could with Shaq. That's, that's still Shaq. doesn't matter uh, how close the mic is to him or anything like that. Shaq is still... Oh, I'm going to say this, man. <laughs> Wait, what? But I love you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's what he does. So anyway, man. Um, but no, he said protect, provide, and love. He's, that's something he's definitely going to teach. He's been teaching and he's still with his sons. Um, he feels that way about the women who he, he, he considers loves in his life. His first child's mother or uh, Shani over there. Even though she's married, he still said whatever she needs, if she ever needed anything, she can always reach out to me. Protect, provide, love. That's still my wife. That's how he moves. Um, Give me your thoughts, your feedback on that. <laughs> oh. <Hate> you. <laughs> um, the sentiment like of what he was saying was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though he messed up, he still leaves that that open for if she ever needs him because they do have that bond. Like, that's why I say you can't, like, when a person is so easily able to say they no longer care about you, they never cared about you in the first place. Even when somebody's hurt you, you still love them. It don't go away overnight. So my thing is for him to still say, I'll protect her. I love her still. You know what I'm saying? That's genuine. You could tell because he and for a man to admit that he fucked up over and over again, and he comes to, and he still comes to her protection when other people are like, oh man, Shawnee crazy. She let you go, and he's like, she should have. He does not let anybody talk bad about that woman. So those vows he took, regardless that he screwed up that marriage by doing whatever he did. I don't know what happened with them, but he still will not let nobody slander her name he ain't let nobody come for her no kind of way and that is beautiful and he, i don't i think even if she wasn't the mother of his kids he would still be that way because shawnee was with him and she always had his back and she's still the same way about him 
Regardless that he did wrong, she never talked ill about him. She never let nobody talk about him. She kicked your ass off a show for him. Right. Like, we not going to do that. Those are, she said, I can say whatever I want. You can't say nothing. Yeah, because that's her children's father. And, and I think that's the problem with a lot of us nowadays. After the relationship is over, we, our men still don't protect us. But as women, we still try to shield them even though they did wrong. Like, I wouldn't let anybody talk ill about, even though... Our, our relationship ended in cheating. I would never talk ill about him or let anybody say anything bad about him. But like, no, we were young. Mistakes were made. He has to grow up and that's fine. You get what I'm saying? So my thing is a woman naturally will continue to love you and protect you unless you didn't did some, I mean, it gotta be some off the wall shit, like kill somebody or something work. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like- well, she's she's a selfish individual. Huh? Say that again. I said, or she's an absolutely selfish individual. Yeah, yeah, true. So that's what I'm saying. So to me, yeah. I would love that. Like, I would love that my exes would still value what we had because what you did, it was precious. You have a part of my life. That's like, that was time taken away. And you should be, be mindful of how you speak of me. I don't try to speak ill about any of my exes unless you was a fucking piece of shit and you deserve that. But I still don't go on a campaign of trying to make everybody think you were the worst person. I still protect that because at the end of the day, somebody else might be your match. That might, you never know that might get back to somebody and that taint somebody for something they did when they were 19. Now they're in their their thirties. They're not that same person. So I would, that's where I would love if I had people that did that for me, but oh well. But yeah, that's beautiful. I think it's real beautiful that he said that, even though he whispered it. I think it says a lot about him as his mature, maturity level. Yeah, he grew. That he can admit that he dropped the ball in certain areas because whenever a breakup happens, it's always blaming the person. And uh, enough people don't take responsibility for their role in a relationship breaking up. Mm -hmm. It's always two people. Like, even if one person thing was a little worse, everybody still contributes to the success and the demise of a relationship. But um, when you talk about protect the relationship, protect the person. So they, what? <laughs> what does that sound? <laughs> what sound? <laughs> it ain't us. What is that sound? Yeah, it's like you sharpening a damn pencil. Bro, that is a what? It's a. Oh. like what? It's a mute button, like for real, like. But like, okay, so when you talk about protect, when I was in a relationship with a dude and we had problems, I did not voice what was going on to other people. It was maybe one person that I vented to. But she knew that that stays between me and her because once we get past that issue, if we work it out and I forgive him and we're moving forward, I don't need other people on the outside being like, oh, but he did this and well, what about this? And I can't believe you forgave that kind of thing. You have to protect your relationship all the way around. Like it can't just be, you know, protecting, you know, them by not cheating, but protecting them by even when you're not in the best place with each other, mm -hmm. protect them protect the relationship then we talk about providing i mean everybody got something they got to bring 
to the relationship, understanding, communication, blah, blah, blah. But those are things, again, that stuff you learn when you're dating people. And, and you got to have conversations. Like, I, like, the whole protective thing. I knew to do that because my parents taught me that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, there are some people who don't even know to do that. They don't know, hey, what happened between us needs to stay between us. That's our business. Don't go tell your mama because she can get these hands too. Have that conversation about stuff like that. These are boundaries that I set. I don't like you, everybody knowing our business. Da, 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 da. Like, there are some people who don't understand all the components of a relationship. And those three are like three big components. Yeah. Protect, provide, love. Those are three big components of a relationship that some people are not, either they haven't seen it, they've never been around it, so they don't know, mm -hmm. or they haven't experienced, they don't know what to do with it until after they've experienced the lack of it mm -hmm. in a relationship. So it's like, that's, again, communicate, dating. Black people, ooh, we don't want to date. Like, we just because we just want to, we spend 48 hours with each other. We together. You don't know them. <laughs> like, <Okay>. date. <laughs> you, you need to know, like, I feel like, for me, you would get, if if you my person, off the rip, you tell me somebody hurts you. Unless you say, sit, hip, stay, don't attack Courtney. <laughs> Every time I see him, I'm going to cut his ass. Either with words or I'm going to trip him, I'm going to throw something at him. Court, huh? What? Court, huh? Court, the crazy show. I don't care. But that's another thing, too. When we communicate, you know not to go tell our business. Cause no, no, I'm talking about this. It's showing. I can see it. No. I can see it. You already know. You you release me. It's on and popping. You already know. But you don't know, <laughs> say I can take that bus to that down south place. You know it. It's over for me. She said that. She said that like she's a cracker. You don't release. But that's me. no. But that's for real because <laughs> that's you, true. If because he does, if you don't tell her she can say something or she can uh like confront that person, she never will. I won't. But if you ever look at her and be like, hey, dog, it's all you, Claire. Because that's what I'm saying, and you got to know that knowing me because we communicated. Don't go tell your sister our problems, and then the bitch comes say something to me. I don't love her. She will get these hands in this throat. I will lash that bitch with this these words so bad. She'd be wishing she stayed in your mama vagina. Because I'm oh, not going to pray. I don't love God. you. <laughs> okay, let me do this. Protect, provide, love. This I think. Release. I think. All right, so let me say. I think it goes deeper. Like, for instance, of course, my wife knows she has. But I have an actual. I don't even know if this is certain. But there are select few women in my life who know I will play by. My wife knows I will play by. Feel me? So anything happen with them, they kids, some me, I'm going. Like I'm going hard. So when I say protect, like for instance, I got I got somebody very special to me. And when she comes in town, she automatically knows when she comes to me, what that means. You are now under my protection. You're under my roof. You ain't got to worry about nobody in the world getting me. You ain't got to worry about nobody. You ain't got to check no doors, windows, no locks. Everything about you, your vehicle, everything about you is under my protection. 
sweet peaceful. Something she might not be that when she's home because she's so low, 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 you know. Um, I don't play about that. I take all that very seriously. But that's for somebody who's earned those those places in my life. You know what I'm saying? I don't give that to everybody. There are people who would think they're close to me and they still don't know that side of me because they didn't put in that kind of work. So that type of protection is very rare, very limited, but I take it very seriously just because you're not my wife. If I have given you that, trust me, she knows that you are good. We good. Courtney, once again, I told you, you call me. <laughs> wait, I'm going to check you on air no more. I'm going to let it be. Let it be. Wait. But the protection part, I do take that serious. I I take that very seriously. And it's it's not even just a physical thing. Like I said, and, and it goes it goes. It does go both ways too. Ladies do have to protect their man. Sometimes that protection is from himself. Mm-hmm. Himself mm-hmm. and from other people. You, you know, you're his blind side. So when he's going hard and he's doing that and nothing, focus going forward, he doesn't always see everything going on back. And so when they say, you know, I got your back, that's that's literally the thing. I got your blind spots. I got you. When you can't see it, I see it for you. And I'll make sure nobody causes you any hurt on the thing, including yourself. Because you can go so hard as a man you can damage yourself, you can hurt yourself, or hurt the family. Sometimes we don't realize we're in such protection mode that we rah, 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 and sir, it ain't the, the, the disturbance that's outside the home that's the problem. Sometimes it's you. Mm. It's too much rah, 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 and we don't have enough peace in the home. Yeah. So you're doing a good job of protecting the home, but I need you to turn down the rah, 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 so we can all see peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but sometimes we as men don't know that. So that protection part, it, it does go both ways. But it doesn't really have to be explained if we are who we say we are. You already know to do that for me. Because I'm already giving you that. But not everybody gets that. Because their definition of, of or explanation of what they think love is doesn't match yours. So again, those conversations, that part of it also definitely is Protection providing. Everybody's not gonna make six years. But that what what I do have is yours. If I love you like that, everything that is mine is yours. It's a service. That's what you're providing. I'm providing you my service. I'm providing you any everything that I have. If I don't have it, I'm a source where I can get somebody who does have it. But I'm going to make sure that nothing nothing else do the kids, my godchildren, whatever it may be, you know, people in my protection will always have what they need because I'm going to give everything I got in me to make sure. I think I always want, as a family, you may not always have everything you want. I'll make sure as a man, as a provider, you have everything. I think when we're 
when we talk about providing, we have to go beyond financially, financially mm -hmm. providing because I think some men will stop there and or some women think that as long as he's providing that, that that that's it, that they should be good. There are so many other things we have to provide for our partner. You know, when especially when you were talking about black love and I'm I'm gonna just say it, black love. We as black people go through a lot when we go outside that door. Mm -hmm. When we get into this world, we encounter so much. And when we come home, you need to be providing a safe place. You need to be providing a peaceful place. You need to be providing understanding because there are battles that black men have. There are battles that black women have. And when we come home, we need somebody that understands that and can help us decompress from that, who can have, we need someone who can provide a listening ear because as a black woman, it is frustrating sometimes when we go you know, black women can be cited for not wearing the right thing at work simply because of our body shape. And all of a sudden what we're wearing is inappropriate, but then another race wears something that's just as, it's like what we're wearing and it's fine. But because of our body shape, it's inappropriate, it's distracting. I can't help how my body is shaped. And even if I could, I wouldn't, I like my body shape. That's a, that's a battle that we as black women go through. When we get told that, you know, all the things that we do that with our nails, with our hair, with our makeup, with our jewelry is ghetto. But then another race does it and all of a sudden it's in, it's in, you know, innovative and they're creative and look at what they're doing. But we're told that on us is less and it makes us unprofessional. And you're making, you know, we're doing the same job as a white man and getting paid less than half of what he's getting paid, but we have to watch our P's and Q's 10 times more than he does. Those are battles that we face all the time. And when we come home, we need our man to understand. We need, we may need to vent. I need you to provide a listening ear. And I don't need you to fix it. I just need you to understand that's what's going on. And I need you to be able to pro provide a safe space a peaceful place and for me to land when I come in from that battle zone from outside. And women have to do the same thing for that black man that's coming in. Y'all are a target all the time. You and a white man could be standing next to each other in a hoodie and they already trying to check your pockets. But he the one that got something on them. But because you're a black man, you're already under suspicion. We got to understand that and provide a place where we tell you as that black man that you are, I love you and I love everything about you. No matter what the world says about you, you're an amazing human being. Like when we're talking about providing for our partners, it goes so far beyond money because you have some families where they are just getting by, and but they're some of the happiest, more complete people than some people who literally have the six figures. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you're talking about providing, you got to provide. Like you, you need to know what I'm looking for. There may be some days where I, what I need you to provide is space, so I can kind of get my thoughts together, so I can then be a part of that relationship. And I need you to provide that understanding that it has nothing to do with me not loving you, not wanting to be with you. But in that moment, I got to take care of me. So I don't spread my misery or my, my aggravation to the whole household. So it's like, there's so many things when you talk about providing and protecting, and protecting. like you gotta, you gotta know that person. So you know what to provide and how to protect them. 
Because like when you were talking about protecting him from himself, look, instead of you going off on your boss or your coworker, say it to me. Come talk to me. Come say it like to I me. used to tell Courtney all the time when Ethan was doing football when he first started, everything about that scared her. And I would tell her, look, vent your fears to me, not him. Let him go out there and try and do his 100% best without being like, oh, my mom gonna be scared. Vent your fears to me and we're gonna give our support to him. You have to be like that in a relationship. Yeah. Hey, babe, come come yell at me about what happened at, at work, but don't take that back to work yeah, because you can't lose sense, your job. I know I ain't serious. Right, like <laughs> you not mad at me, so vent your frustrations to me and then go, be able to go back to work and keep your job. Like that's providing and protecting as well. In the, in the heat of a moment, you, you want to say and do certain things. And once you get it out and you hear it, be like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do that at work. You know what I'm saying? Or it or your husband or your significant other can give you that peace of mind. This ain't worth your, this ain't worth your happiness. Go on and tell her ass what you think. I got us. Because you being unhappy and coming home every day is messing with your mental and your emotional. And now it's messing with mine and I'm about to whip her ass too. So just go on, put your put your notice in, tell them I don't do two weeks. I do today. Goodbye. And be done. I got us. So that's that's what we gotta do instead of us keep saying this is the problem this is the problem what's the what's the, what's the solution? solution like yeah at the end of the day what we do? right, right, right. that's the thing that's the safe space that's where we can have a sit down and, and talk and communicate properly um i'm not happy with my job i'm not happy with how things are going on at home like we should be able to talk and express ourselves but do it in a very loving way Anyway, because the whole point is for people to understand I'm not your enemy. I may not say what you like, but I'm telling you the truth so we can fix this and work things out. Um, because if I don't, you know, that whole sweeping stuff under the rug, they're not gonna get rid of the mess. You just see those lumps and bumps under the rug for you to go, What's that? It's still there, it's still deal with it. So let's talk about it. So I, I, I always tell people, whether it's financial, whether it's your, your mental, whether it's emotional, uh, sexual, don't that, have the conversations. And if you feel like I can't tell this person that they're going to run or they're not going to listen, or if you feel like you can't talk to them, it's not your person. Because nobody's I should be able to talk to you about any and everything yeah. that, I feel, you know, that I feel safe and comfortable. I should be able to do that with you, which goes back to some of the things we talked about previously with monogamy and everything else. Have the conversations. It's as simple as that. Let people know what they're getting into. It can go as deep as your past. There are plenty of women, again, as I've gotten older, um, sexual abuse, sexual assault rape has happened quite a bit within the black community, with our black girls and, and our black boys too. And because of the 80s, 90s, the whole family dynamic of things, you better not talk. Or either we would put in positions where people wouldn't believe us anyway. And so by the time you get ready to get relationships, those situations molded into this person. And you don't realize it because you're just so determined to be happy. You want relationship, relationship, relationship. You ain't ready for it. And you got you've done no healing whatsoever. 
you put in no work. And truth be told, no matter how much you try, you're going to be the problem. Because you ain't dealt with your trauma. Yeah. And I so you have, you owe it to your other person, your others, at least be able to say, I don't want you to do X, Y, and Z because I went through this. I experienced this. And when you do this, it takes me back to that. I know how to handle you better. And you owe that to me mm -hmm. because it's my choice about whether or not I choose to love you. You don't get to take that from me. Yep. You do not get to take that from me. And when you take that from a person and things fall apart, you don't get to turn around and say, well, you use my trauma against me. It's mm. true. You weren't honest with me. And by the time you decided to be honest with me, do you know the trauma you created for me? Too late. I think that's why it's so important for us to that moment of being single. Our, our society has made it so taboo to be single that so many people jump from one relationship to the next like without bar. being single because people automatically assume something wrong with you if you're single. Like, I hate the question, question why are you still single? single? <laughs> why, why I can't be single? Like, or they think because you're single that you're miserable. Since when? You know, it's like when you take the time to be single, you, you take the time to heal yourself. There are so many people who get in the next relationship expecting them to heal them from the last relationship. And that's not fair to put that on that person. If had you taken the time to be single and really looked at, you know, why the relationship messed up, how that affected me, how do I want to grow from this? Every relationship you've ever had, there was good and there were bad points about it. Yep. The good, what did you like about it? Okay, so now that I know I'm looking for that in the next one, the things I didn't like about it. Okay, why, what happened? How did that affect me? Now, how does that, how do I translate that into something I want later? You know, but don't take the bad feelings with you. Take the lessons you learn so you know, okay, I need to communicate this with my next person, but be single. Yeah. Find out who you are who so you you're are. prepared for the next relationship because it's not fair for you to get into a relationship broken, unhealed, and now you're expecting that person to heal you. That person is not Jesus. They They're can't heal you. They're a human being. You're looking for another human being to heal you, and that's not they fair. Don't even know. But then that's also that shit that I don't like when women say, I don't go until into a new relationship saying, my ex did this, my ex did that. I said, my ex treated me like prison. Well, why the fuck y'all not together if he treated you so well? Don't lie. So you're, you're, you're starting off the foundation on a lie. And when the foundation is, you you lay that concrete for that foundation. If there's footprints and divots and stuff in it, when you start to add up to build the structure, it's lopsided. So it's never going to be a great structure. Right, right. So let's keep this smooth and be honest as we pour into each other. Let's make sure we smooth out these, these lumps in this so we can have a, a straight foundation. So when we build up, it's strong. Like that's what's wrong with people. They want to hide everything. It happened. It's a part of your story. Let it let it be known and keep it pushing. Be like, this is what happened, but this ain't me. Because instead of coming with trash bags, you have your bags packed and everything is compartmentalized. This is my past, but we putting this in the attic because I no longer need it. But it, it it is part of your life. So you can't leave it at the other place because it's part of you. So you have that packed away, but this is what we put away, baby. We don't need that. 
you know what I'm saying? Unless we need to go back and refer to how we could deal with the situation and how we got through it. Honestly, like, I think, like, especially since I've been single for so long, like, it's easier for me to, like, be in a relationship. And sometimes I'll encounter dudes that haven't been single that long and they think they're ready and then they're not. And it's like, you need to take more time and be single because I don't have any anything where it's like oh if this ex come back they're gonna provide a problem for our relationship uh there's no ex that can come back and be like babe i want to be with you and it's gonna affect me being with you your ex for a reason i wish you well on your journey but your journey does not come back to this street yo ask for my presence you do people that's why i say be be single take the time to be single and stop jumping into stuff because some people like they swear no i'm ready and then y'all get into it and all of a sudden, you ghost somebody, or you, you know, one little thing happened, you be like, red flag. That's because you ain't dealt with some stuff. And, and we have to stop thinking that because you're single, that there's something wrong with you. That's why so many people say in toxic relationships, they be like, at least I'm in a relationship, but you're going through hell. That don't mean nothing. Every day. Like, what's yeah, the point? That don't mean nothing. Yo, what? Well, either that, or they say, well, we've been together for 17 years, man. And they've been miserable. Y'all ain't like each other since years that was he faithful one and it's like and that's you, i'm gonna tell you what not even faithful. they haven't liked each other Free. since year four you're just really going through the motions i don't mean that yeah, you're doing this because y'all got kids y'all but it's like my thing is you're you have so many people like you'll talk to them if they even if you even mention a significant other they whole face and move change you mm. be like what well, damn what i okay. say okay, it said they name just Honey, y'all took. Girl, we going out to. Uh, we going to have some drinks. We going. I got me a nice little dress. And then somebody. It's gonna be good. She all hype and everything. You go. You gonna ask Greg about that? Why you had to bring him up? Right. Hey, or they call and and all of a sudden, they be like, my, my oh, here he go. If you, if just the minute, if they name flashing on your phone screen, take you to a whole place of misery. <laughs> Maybe we need to reevaluate you, that. You in the middle because of the it makes no sense. That your significant other significantly fucked you up. You'd be like, girl, yes, he was so right. Damn it. Let's bring, let's bring it on home. Last words, last words, last words. Randy, get in here. What you got for us? Um, this was a great conversation. And I think that is what's most important with black people, especially. Because you know, you grow up in a house, they be like, you know, what's that happening in the house, stay in the house, don't have these conversations. Or so many subjects are taboo because black folk don't want to talk about stuff. So I think this was a great conversation. And we need to start having more of these, especially in relationships, because healthy relationships are what we need. And unfortunately, the black community is rampant with unhealthy relationships because we have very unhealthy ideals or unrealistic ideals. And we need to really break those down. So I had a blast tonight. Thanks for having me on. This is cool. Glad you said yes. That's all I can. I told you not. Yeah, and you go. I've been saying that for a while. And I said that. I said that. He's like, I got him. I got him. See? See see what I'm saying? You was trying to say it was going to be this. And I told you. Let me get you. I got you. Anyway, Cole. Uh, What you got? So my thing is, I say, let's stop talking about who's at fault and let's start getting solutions and break the, like, 
let's break these stereotypes, man. Whatever works for you works for you because at the end of the day, the key is communication. Like I, I need people stop opening your mouth to put shit in it. Open your mouth and let out what you really want in life and say that. I can't read your mind and you be mad at me because I didn't know you didn't like the color purple. I let it be known. I don't like that color. Don't bring me no goddamn purple roses. You get what I'm saying? Cause we communicated this. She means definitely. She really does. I'll beat your purple ass. But just, and we communicate that. So if she come and bring that purple shirt, her ass is going to get kicked. Me, Fuck your purple. Fuck your purple in the background. We have to communicate. We have to communicate. And that way our kids see communicate. You and, and learn from your mistakes. If you fucked up, you fucked up. Take that, take that like a take, take it on the chin and keep it pushing, baby. Like learn the lesson in it and quit dwelling in it. And that's a lot of things we do. We don't communicate and we dwell in the past. The past is over, bitch. He gone. He didn't want you. He gone. He, he gone. He didn't want you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might have a kid together. Suck it up. Communicate. Man, don't bring me no fuck. That go. That could be a whole other show. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna let that situation sit right where it's at. I will say thank you, ladies, for, for being here tonight, Brandy. Thank you for joining us, Carl. You already know, man. That's my ride or die, right? The DT. I told you, we got you, baby. We're gonna hold it down. Look, people, let's do a better job of talking to each other, uh, whether it's friendships, relationships, our children, our children, okay? There's no reason why they should be more trusting in Google than us as parents. Uh, let's do a better job of not just talking, 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 but listen, Amen. it's two-way street. Give the children the respect for the fact that you raise them to be intelligent. Trust the intelligence that you instill in them. Allow them to express their thoughts and their feelings. Hear them out, but at the same time, when you see them veering off the beaten path, don't be hesitant to say, let me get back on the road. I got you. Let me guide you back through the lane. Right, cool. They may not want to go the way you want to go, and that's perfectly fine. As long as their direction is in the right direction. They're morally in step with God when they're in tune with God. Nourish that, let it be what it is. It ain't your walk, it's theirs. Anyway, um, just want to say thank you to everybody who's showing love and support to IMO Podcast, uh, to the show's staff of IMO Media Group. Thank you. Appreciate you for your hard work. Y'all see the schedules. I don't put the schedules out. You got no excuses. You got no excuses. Get things popping on a Sunday night, 10 p.m. Monday, Cheryl, with all things undone popping, is going down 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Breaking Barriers podcast. They got it going. The sports show gets rolling Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Underground sports team. You feel me? That's DT Kells and I. And then, of course, uh, we got big surprises coming out. <laughs> we got a big surprise. The fall is getting loaded, locked and loaded. But before we make it to the fall, we're just going to have to get to July 9th, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's right. Sunday, July 9th. 8 p.m. Eastern. She talking tea. Well, Dave. Uh, it's going to be the second episode for Cole, but she's been rebranded. Uh, you're seeing a familiar face sitting right next to her. Uh, ladies, I can't wait to see what y'all got in store. I, I think y'all might have that third wheel on there. Maybe. I, I'm going to call you a cat. 
at least for this next episode. At least for the next episode. Ah, but anyway, man, we love and appreciate everybody for showing love, support. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube page. You feel me? Make sure you do that. Uh, but we are available on all the platforms: Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, um, and also for some strange reason, Spotify. Let us go yet? Yeah, so the shows up over there. <laughs> so <laughs> Spotify. Uh, Black with no chaser. Black with no chaser radio most definitely. This episode will premiere 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, so make sure you get your radio app locked and loaded. Listen, I ain't gonna lie to you, when midnight hit, they got the vibe going, the nighttime vibe going. Download the app, have you a nice, nice chill, but also be prepared for these shows will be going on the BBC radio as, as we have been telling you. Download that culture. Show your love and support the black owner. Unapologetically black. This is what we're doing right now. We're not we're not waiting for the handouts. We're doing it ourselves. Now, with that being said, thank you all for tuning in. And then we out. Yeah.